you've got to listen to this guy. Join us at Bloody Mavericks, where Sanity takes a back seat. Episode 3 is live, Ryan Shepard, co-founder of Dark Matter. Yeah, you heard me right. Dark Matter. You will learn how to expand your horizons through travel, food connection to ancestry, how to thrive in a community, hidden mental struggles, and much, much more. Click the link in the description and I welcome you to Bloody Mavericks. Welcome you with is two things. One is Faite Tinamar Atatu. That's supposed to be Scottish, but uh, <laughs> how far uh, from it is it? Hard to say. Um, so I know you told me that you have a Scottish, Irish, US, so American yeah, and, and Canadian. And apparently some German as well. Oh, German as I, well. I just that's learned great. about today. Yeah. Okay. Asking my okay. parents. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's uh, that's a nice mix. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So, um, as I told you earlier, it's pretty tricky to uh, get Scottish or Irish food, especially yeah. in Toronto. It's yeah. really hard. So I thought I'm going to go to basics. And what we have here is a shepherd's pie. This is no play with your name. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the and chicken pot pie. Amazing. One of two things that like the all the meat pies that for me myself when i was checking that and when when i'm thinking about the meat pies it's everything is coming from north of right great britain right so, yeah 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 i didn't even honestly realize that meat pies were uh scottish or Irish, so. i think the the shepherd's pie itself is from edinburgh really so oh, okay. that's how the mix came came around and there apparently there was a french version which is different than this mm. It's also called in French shepherd's pie, but has nothing to do with this yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on the Irish side, so we've got the the, the big thing, the the Guinness yep. that everybody knows. Yeah. And so let's dig in. Let's start here. Sure. Let me get the, <laughs> the beer running. The Guinness going. Yeah, I'm honestly not a big uh, dark beer kind no. of guy, but I'll, in the spirit of this, I just will. For, just just for, for you, yeah. <laughs> so just the tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's very strong for me personally. Yeah, what kind of? I like basic beers, like okay. just my basic lagers and some some IPAs and yeah. stuff I can get into, but uh, Guinness is pretty. Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, I'll go for it. That's like. That's why I wasn't bringing the whole, the whole case of it. The whole case <laughs> of it because of that, mm -hmm. that particular reason. But uh, do you like it? Do I like this. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh, for medical reasons, I cannot drink a lot of alcohol, so yeah, I'm basically it's for me it's for tasting, yeah, and filling it and going ar about that. But uh, let's begin. Try, yeah. try it. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe let's try it with <laughs> Irish. Cheers. Yeah. Hmm. It's better than I remember. Oh yeah? Yeah. When was the last time you had it? Mm, probably like six or seven years ago. Oh really? Yeah. So Pro it's been a while. So, Until yeah. recently that was the t for me similar time frame. Yeah. 
Please dig in, try whatever sure, you like. Yeah, yeah. So we've got. Go ahead. I do love shepherd's pie. Oh, you do? I love shepherd's cool. pie. Uh, cool. So much. It was. It was a. So I see this was a good guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's honestly one of my favorites. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. I always used to have it. My mom always used to make it growing up, so. Mm. I always had shepherd's pie around. So how is it? It's good. Mm. It's very good, actually. So is it something like something that you would do like in your family home that you guys would have like pies in general? Um, yeah, we I always used to eat meat pies growing up, but okay. um, we didn't do that many homemade meat pies, honestly, but mm -hmm. homemade shepherd's pie all the time. All right. Like all the time. It's it seems so easy, but it's also really good. Yeah, it's like it's really, really good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about that background. Who is, what part is go, coming from where? Who is the... Yeah, so I believe my mom's side is um, Irish. Mm -hmm. And I believe my dad's side is Scottish and German, which I wasn't aware of until... Okay. today i didn't know that i had any german blood <laughs> until nice. today to be honest That's but nice. it shows that i need to do more research into this sort of thing mm -hmm. but but yeah um yeah so that's kind of where we're at and then my dad's side of the family came over straight to the united states mm -hmm. and then eventually moved into canada okay um the exact timelines and stuff i'm not 100 mm -hmm. sure on but uh but was it like grandparents or uh great grandparents great grandparents okay yeah yeah so it's been and on the canadian side um canadian side i believe my mom's family came straight to canada hmm. from i think she yeah she texted me about it earlier came straight to canada from uh ireland i believe okay yeah so she came as well as a child oh you think? No, no, no 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 it was well, a couple generations okay, back okay, okay, yeah okay, okay. yeah that's why it's um the sort of stuff is so easily lost like mm -hmm. through the generations i feel like people forget or don't pay enough attention to it and then um like it's clear like that i need to do more research and remember these facts to pass down to my kids someday because i don't even know enough right now mm. but um but yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah. I believe it's coming also with uh, with some. I I wouldn't say it's a curiosity for me. It also started at certain age. I wasn't really passionate about it till certain point. Mm -hmm. For me, the big one was uh, kind of acknowledging what is my real. Yeah. real background and all the uh, the pieces of it yeah and then i decided oh shoot i need to start thinking about it going what is deeper. your cultural identity sort of thing that's yeah. right 100 mm -hmm. so um 
on that on that note anything that you have in front of you tasting trying yeah. anything resembles what you already had before oh yeah the shepherd's pie brings back memories obviously okay cool for sure hmm. is there anything from like when you are thinking when you are thinking about uh, your background and uh, Scottish, the Irish, obviously German, mm. we'll leave that aside yeah. for now. That's the still discovery yeah. point. Yeah. Mm, but is there anything in specific that, for instance, if I would ask you, what would you show me, Irish or Scottish? What would what first thing comes to mind? Um, honestly, I don't know. This is what I feel bad about being so disconnected from my cultural past. It's uh as I don't have like a deep rooted like connection to my cultural cultural mm -hmm. past like I maybe should. But um I guess with the Irish is obviously potato. So like shepherd's pie and stuff yeah. is like probably yeah. the go-to sort of thing on that front. Mm -hmm. Um But yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Uh That, that's why I, I don't feel uh, really guilty for not knowing much yeah. because it's it's like hard to dig in, right? Yeah. It's pretty simple, especially on the food side. Mm. It's it's a pretty pretty simple. Uh, it's like to the to the motto less is more, basically. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, is I love it. Is delicious and any any type of pie yeah so I, i love meat pies as well yeah very good awesome awesome so like is there something that you feel that uh, you're gonna go deeper into at some point and and like try to i don't know go back home or to ireland to scotland and yeah i've actually never been to ireland or scotland it's mm. uh crazy that i've never been but yeah i think after this i'm gonna have to dig in and learn some more because there has been i know a lot of people in my family have done a lot of digging and research into our background and okay. i've just not caught up on all the information yeah. but i probably should be because it's all available to me yeah. all the knowledge is there i just need to uh learn more about it but, you yeah. know we we get uh, caught in minutia of daily life or in daily business you yourself know know it pretty well you are running from one country to another yep. traveling just you came back today from one plane correct uh yesterday yesterday yeah. yesterday i was back from chicago yeah yeah yep. that's right then a couple days you are going for the next one yep a couple days i'm going back to la and then to phoenix arizona a couple days after that so Yeah, so there are a lot of things that come into like you wanna you wanna try to dig in and you wanna try to explore a little bit more, but there will always gonna be something right yep. that comes in. Um, but it's it's awesome to to see that yeah you you definitely have the access and you can go yeah. at it and uh, go deeper in it. Like if you would have a chance to go uh, somewhere tomorrow mm. where would that be first like besides obviously the business world um probably japan okay i love visiting japan <laughs> it's like somewhere that's so far that like it's hard to find enough time to go there to visit but um it's definitely my favorite uh 
I think it's the coolest, one of the coolest countries in the world. It's uh, like so culturally different than anything we're used to here. That's right. hundred percent. Like uh, how many times you've been there? Uh, just once, okay. but I've been dying to, I went right before the pandemic and I've been dying to go back ever since. But uh, yeah, there or uh, probably uh, second choice would be the Netherlands. I'd probably go to Amsterdam or somewhere like that. Okay. It's also a very beautiful country. It is. It is. Bo both of those are pretty amazing. I love Japan. Yeah. Japan, 100%. I want to go back. It's, yeah, it's, it's so like from cool. a different planet. Yeah, kind of. exactly. And it's like it, you're on Mars. It is. It is. Yeah. From one hand, you've got Mount Fuji yeah. on the like middle yeah. of the island. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember us stopping by in Numazu, the f like a smaller, a smaller city just by the Fuji mountain. And mm -hmm. We started our trip there, me and, and wife. And you go on the beach, you sit down and yep. you see those like volcanic rocks, just yeah. just full beach, not full of marbles. It's full of volcanic oh, rock just rounded okay, yeah, yeah. by the by the ocean. And yeah. and you feel that that calmness, like yep. this is an ancient place. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I know I had a similar experience to that in Hawaii when we uh we were in Maui and we went up to the top of the volcano there. It was a dormant volcano, but like, it's crazy. Like, it's extremely ancient. <laughs> it's like wild to be a part of that and like experience it. But yeah. That's right. One thing is the nature uh, uh, that you feel that kind of grounding part to it. But another thing about Japan is like Tokyo is yeah. a city from future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's crazy. Tokyo is one of the coolest. I, I think it's the coolest city on earth, honestly. But yeah. why is that? Um, I think that like, like you said, it's city of the future. But everything is so organized. Everything's so systemized. Everything's yeah. so clean. Like everything is extremely clean. But also like the uh, the culture shock of like you know not drinking while you're walking down the street and stuff like that or eating while you're walking down the street or like everything's kind of like very very systemized but yeah it is and like besides that like the, you've got the system to all of it like mm. from their own culture that's systematized like everything is scheduled how it should be but on the note of of systems you've got the best yeah. Uh, transportation system yeah, in the yeah. world as well like yeah. when i saw the uh, the subway stopping on the yellow line in between yeah. two lines yeah. and he just it touches the, yeah. the thing and they being so responsive and being like i remember us being late for a minute the guy was i think sending the apology for three yeah. times during the ride yeah the schedules and stuff are so accurate there as well like everything's on time like you said if you're late by a minute it's a big deal it's it's not uh it's not something to be compared to ttc huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an entirely different world in terms of the transit like in tokyo i can't see why anyone has a car honestly but yeah definitely a transit-based city and still if they have a car those cars are so tiny because yep. of the of the spaces right yeah yep. and uh cool cool so to netherlands and and Japan. Yep. Okay. Yep. I was actually uh, 
this morning I had lunch with uh, my friend from the Netherlands mm. that's in Toronto working on a show. So, uh, yeah, that reminded me of, of that one. But yes. And uh, do you have visited Netherlands before as well? Yep. Yeah, I've spent plenty of time working in the Netherlands okay. and visiting there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the best thing about Netherlands? Um, probably the food. I really like Dutch food. Okay. Um, croquettes. Uh, there's yeah. other. Uh, there's this other thing called capsalone, mm. which is like the Dutch equivalent of poutine. It's kind okay. of like their late night food. Yeah. It's kind of like a cross between shawarma and poutine. All right. It's like uh, shredded shawarma meat and cheese and stuff. It's kind of their like late night go to food after. At the least bar. you are getting some protein <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> with yeah. your poutine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's amazing though. But that's kind of their cultural equivalent to poutine over there. It's really good. And uh yeah. Let's let's dive in into we got some in introduction into your culture, into your background, mm -hmm. and even where where your uh, interest lies yep. on, on next travels uh, outside of work, yeah, <laughs> whatever that will be yeah. in uh, uh, yep. futuristic times. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime, Sometime for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Ryan, so you are the owner, co-owner, and operator of Dark Matter. Yeah, one third owner. One third owner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who's the yep. third one? Uh, we have Sean, me, and Adam. Okay. Yep. Because I knew about you and Adam. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. All right. So, three of you guys, mm -hmm. and um, you guys are doing some dark business, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like going going at your website and checking it out. Yeah. That's that's a nice one. So yep. everybody who's watching is supposed to check their website. Yeah. It's darkmatter.ca. Yeah. We got nothing on there. <laughs> and you basically have a logo yeah. which is just glowing out there yeah if you dig in a little bit deeper and go into linkedin you gonna understand a little bit of what those a guys are bit, doing a little bit yeah, yeah why is that um honestly we're just too busy we okay. we have more work than we can currently even remotely handle mm -hmm. so it's uh it's not a huge drive for us to like really advertiser our services yep. very much um but yeah it's also like uh it's a very tight-knit industry we also we don't like to you know advertise what we're working on at all times kind of thing and a lot of the stuff that we work on we're very nda'd against as well we can't really talk about just anything mm -hmm. so it's um something we have to be cautious of as well okay ryan what are you guys doing for, <laughs> for people to understand yeah, yeah. What, what's so, the business what yeah. you guys up to yeah. who you work with yeah, yeah yeah so we we work um primarily on systems for video playback at concerts okay or live events corporate events film and television so we work with clients to develop systems for control and playback of video mm -hmm. as well as designing uh what are called notch effects um which are real-time generative camera effects okay so where we can like how, how those look like uh it's, it's like we could kind of like uh you could take someone like a regular camera feed of someone to make it look like they're on fire or they're smoking or glowing or like doing different stuff so we can take normal camera concert or cameras at 
concerts and make them look more integrated into the content. Okay. Kind of make things look more cohesive. And then we work with um, our suppliers to develop systems that integrate all that into one package and play that back. Okay, so in lean terms, basically you guys are doing all the visual visual effects behind the concert, so everything that is outside or yep. into the the concert area with uh, people who are on the stage. Yeah, yeah. So like anything that's like on the big LED walls that you see on those mm -hmm. concerts, like we're playing that back. Yeah, and uh, we work with a lot of our clients, our production design companies, that will go and have the content made with their animators and stuff and they bring us those files and we integrate everything into a cohesive system so it can be reliably played back but uh yeah so, so you guys are basically all the time behind the scenes playing it back and making sure everything is yeah. properly run. Seam seamless and on beat we use uh what's called time code to synchronize all the different departments together hmm. so make sure everything's locked in and uh yeah so is is it uh, kind of working in conjunction with audio you said video obviously but yep. uh, so y are you getting a separate feeds from other departments uh, directly to to your system and then yep. based on that you navigate yeah kind of so so there's uh there'll be a, a playback position who's playing back the tracks for the band or click tracks mm -hmm. or whatever it may be and when they play that back, they'll also play out what's called time code, and they'll send that to us on an audio line. It okay. just sounds like uh, it's uh, just like a binary code. It just sounds like screaming if you plug it into a speaker. Mm. But um, our systems will take that and spit it out as like as a timestamp. So like, say the song starts at on the two hour mark. Mm -hmm then we know in our system to put on that song a two-hour start tag. And when we receive that time code, we'll play that track okay. in sync with the playback. Mm -hmm. And lighting will also receive that same stamp. Okay. So the whole thing gets played back seamlessly. So it sounds so freaking complicated <laughs> that you are getting so much information in real time that you need to navigate through and, and then push it out to, yep. well, to people to see. Yeah, we'll also receive data from like automation. So if screens at a concert are moving mm -hmm. on automation motors, those have encoders that will spit out data and we'll take that into our system so we can also move the screens in 3D space and uh, map content onto them. Um, or we might also be receiving DMX from lighting so they can control different stuff inside of our system in okay. real time. And then receiving camera feeds. So yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff happening in real time, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. I I saw recently on your Instagram as well uh, mm -hmm. that you guys were doing some crazy animations as well. Like in front of the stage, there was a, like a curtain, transparent curtain of some oh, sort. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so one of our clients uh, was doing a uh, show for SZA on SNL and they had a hollow gauze that we were projecting onto mm. and they made all this beautiful particle content that we projected and we just dealt with the mapping of that but uh, yeah they do a really good job of Am I right? Was it kind of 3D dimensional so off a stage in different and you could project it to different depths um, as well? No not really okay. um, It's that was really just as simple as there's just like a really thin sheet that um, 
you can't really see if it's lit properly hmm. and we're just projecting onto that sheet and okay. then there was also an led wall behind them that hmm. we could also project on so that might be where you thought there might be some depth okay. stuff yeah, but yeah. really it's more of just a perspective trick mm -hmm. than anything more of a trick but yeah at the end things, of the day if the trick works yeah says... things are simpler than you might think but oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah um it's actually pretty pretty cool and pretty neat to see the projects that you guys are working on oh, and uh, appreciate uh can you share a little secret some of the clients that you have been working on just recently or in the past the big ones the small ones whoever yeah. or the most uh yeah the biggest fun sure that you, that um you had. we just finished working on the scissor tour that's going out now they're playing in toronto tonight actually oh cool so yeah that tour is out now um and then we've also we're working on uh kanye west stadium shows hmm. not exactly the you know bit of a dodgy topic now with him but um yeah those were super cool uh we did a bunch of work on Coachella last year with The Weeknd and Swedish House Mafia. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, kind of, uh, I've done a bunch of work with Martin Garrix, the DJ in the Netherlands. Um, yeah, that's sort of, sort all, of the stuff that comes all, to mind. Yeah, right away, all the but... big, big guys and uh, oh, yeah, all Bill the big concerts yeah. and... Yeah, Billie Eilish and stuff like that, yeah. Yes. Busy, yeah. And if I'm correct, you've been on The Velt as well? Oh yeah, years ago. Yeah. yeah. Years and years ago. Hmm. Um but yeah. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. One or two three things from the culture or from mm -hmm. heritage uh on your family side that you think that you guys only do and then yeah. you embrace yourself that that made you like you cultivate it still and still keep it in your life. Yeah, I mean I guess like the food is probably the biggest thing. Um I realized recently with my girlfriend Danielle there she, uh, she like comes from a very traditional Italian background mm -hmm. and like for Christmas dinner for instance it's like a very different world um, so yeah I think food is the biggest the biggest thing that like continues like throughout uh, my life that to tie me back to my heritage yeah. but uh, yeah I didn't really think about it until recently honestly that like you know not everyone eats turkey dinner for <laughs> christmas it's uh can be a very different thing like on the italian side or that's or true not. that's but, yeah. true um which i think leads to like a fairly different cultural experience but yeah it's probably that i would uh i definitely agree like if you look at at friends or where they are coming from what are their roots and yeah. uh, like they're gonna do things a little bit different than than we are right yeah. so at the end of the day that builds who we are and i'm i'm happy that uh inviting you here kind of uh strike that thought about oh maybe i will yeah, maybe go I deeper should know more yeah cool. definitely i'm i'm happy about that so let's from the on the cultural journey, uh, is there anything specific that you would like to learn about those cultures? And if if so, where would you start? Hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I'd like to learn, honestly. Um. I guess just more about the history okay. of these places. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'd like to know a lot more about the history. I'd like to know a lot more about the food and where my family came from, how they grew up, et cetera, stuff like that. Yeah. Like some of those stories, especially uh, from the grandparents and their lifetime stories yep. and how some of your great grandparents came to yep. US and then to Canada as well. It's like, yeah. those stories are crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wish uh, I knew more of those. It's like with the with the time being, uh, it's it's good to capture them until the the older generations are still alive. But uh, at the same time, you can still dig into it and yeah. uh, and try to f put the puzzles together, right? For so. sure, yeah, definitely. So Ryan, um, on the side of the Maverick, mm. how are you different? If you if different? if you ask yourself how am I different if you compare yourself to like it's not about compare making yourself better than anyone else it's mm -hmm. more like, like I'm looking at other people and I'm like I'm so different in this area <laughs> what yeah. would that be um, I am a really hard worker and I'm really really driven with mm -hmm. what I do and what I'm passionate about. Um, and I feel like I don't see that in everybody, but I, yeah, I'm not sure what else, what makes me different. Like that, mm. that one thing is, is a huge one. Yeah. Uh, but it is also a big part of being your own boss, the yep. entrepreneur. Yeah. And yeah, the entrepreneurial spirit is definitely not something that you see in everybody but i think that it's really important to embrace so how how did you go about and figuring out that you want to do things on your own um well i've never had a normal job yeah. i've always kind of done this i've always been freelance or working for myself um so i think just growing up i've kind of like forced myself into that habit but also my dad was an entrepreneur. He had his own business. And so I think um, part of that made me want to strive to kind of have that same sort of sense of freedom for myself. And also just, it's uh, really enjoyable, like building something from scratch and it means a lot more. It's like, it's like a kid almost, right? You yeah. look at gr growth, you, you go through the struggles, the yep. pains, yep. falling down on your knees and getting up again. <laughs> exactly, yeah, definitely. It's a it's a hard but rewarding process. Yeah. I I definitely agree. And what was the the point where you decided like or you figure out that you're not gonna do it by yourself on yeah. your own and you need some partners? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always known from the get go that I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Uh, I think that it's really important to have a team of people to. Uh, that want to achieve those same goals together because like I've seen a lot of people that try to do things just themselves and they get stuck and um, you're a lot more limited on what you can do in terms Definitely. of uh, working just on your own. It's a lot easier to have other people that are in it in it to win it with you. But yeah, that's the that's 100%. But uh, at the same token, it's like do you because there are two schools that i know of at least mm. on on getting the business partners yeah either you invite your friends to to come and join you and do something together 
yep. and you can lose them all like i did with my first business right. uh trying to give jobs to all of my friends and yeah. all so, sorts of those relationships pass but uh or you're gonna go and build the business relationship first find the partner first and yeah. then build a friendship on top of that yeah yeah no it's definitely that's definitely a good question like we us three were uh met through work so we all knew that we like we were friends and worked together as well mm -hmm. so we all knew that we had the same sort of um you know goals and strategies and interests in mind and we all had the industry experience so um it made a lot of sense yeah the drive was kind of similar you guys yep. been working together so yeah you basically started on the second note like being being in the industry being like a colleagues from from work and then yep. doing business together right yeah exactly okay yep. okay cool yeah it's from my own perspective it is a healthier way to go about it yeah yeah definitely yeah it can be it can be tricky building a business uh just with your friends for sure yeah so be challenging as at the end of the day it is like in, in marriage if you or any relationship <laughs> yeah. uh, you need to talk about money yeah and in business you talk about money all, all the, the time it's all you're so, talking about yeah so yeah it's like if someone do not know how to talk and cannot disconnect himself from the money yeah becomes personal and gets harder yeah yeah i think everyone just has to have the uh you know big picture in mind and uh we put everything into growth so we're constantly thinking about the big picture and uh moving the business forward and uh not getting held up on the little things necessarily so who's doing what in business yeah so um me well we all we all work right we all of work course. and we all do shows uh, Sean handles most of our operations management and accounting side of things. Um, anything to do with like general operations. And he's also going out and working on shows as well. Mm. Um, and then Adam and I primarily do the D3 programming side of things okay. and the notch programming side of things. Um, and Sean does more of the systems engineering and uh, large format like uh, Barco E2 kind of switching side of things. Mm. Um, but yeah, we all like work on shows and we also all try to contribute uh, in terms of like prepping shows, client management, like sales. So it's kind of like all hands on deck at, at all times, honestly. But uh, yeah, we're getting to the point where we need to start thinking about hiring some extra people. But that was about my, <laughs> yeah. my next question. How, yeah. how is the vision looking for a future for you guys? Because yeah. you are saying every time we talk, you are saying, yeah, I've got more and more work. More. Like, come yeah. on, yeah, yeah. can yeah. handle it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting out of hand. There's a lot of work. So we're uh, building the team slowly. Um, we have a lot of uh, contractors that we work with really closely that have like come in and really helped helped ease the burden of a lot of these shows mm -hmm. so um that's been great and uh yeah looking to possibly start hopefully start hiring some people um within the next year and then possibly also we'd love to uh set up operations in the u.s as well so that'll be good that's a well. big plans yeah you gotta have plans oh yeah 100 percent. <laughs> so hmm let's 
let's dive a little bit uh, into the open-ended kind of questions sure and uh, when i were on the same note if i would ask you where are you now mm -hmm. what would you say where am i now i am stressed <laughs> Why is that? Um, i'm just uh you know it's it's hard to take on so many projects and uh at the same time also help manage a company but um yeah it's it's uh at a point in my life where i definitely need to start leaning on the help of other people okay that's my biggest thing right now that's uh i think where i'm at so i can uh hopefully start focusing on my own personal life outside of work as well instead of being away constantly all the time i get you so uh, the so you need you need kind of a balance that's what you're saying yeah i definitely need to start working on the work-life balance thing but um yeah for now for now unfortunately i'm just not in that situation yet but working towards you love it. your work so that's yep. that's what it is right yeah i'm still extremely passionate about it i still love it and want to keep doing it so i kind of ask you uh the next one but let's dive a little bit deeper sure uh, where do you want to go um that's also a challenging question obviously <laughs> um i would like to continue slowly growing at a similar pace that we are now mm -hmm. we don't really have any major ambitions to become a massive corporation we'd like to stay fairly small and uh just focus on the niche market that we've kind of created we've like really focused on creating a new market that didn't necessarily exist before mm -hmm. um especially because we have a lot of friends and stuff that work in toronto that have other companies that kind of like had the market figured out here it's kind so, of intertwined this yeah, way yeah like we we have a lot of partners that we work really closely with and we didn't want to like take anyone's clients when we started out so we kind of worked on carving out a new a new client base uh which is mostly in the u.s now but okay. um yeah it's uh but we'd like to continue on this trajectory and slowly building new relationships with people and uh are you thinking to stay primarily on US side or are you thinking going Canadian and, um, and further out even? Yeah, there's there's honestly I would say that like ninety five percent of our business is um US based. Mm -hmm. US or internationally based. There's only maybe five percent that's Canadian based. Very, very, very small percentage of it's Canadian. What do you think is the reason for that? uh there's just no real market for concert touring in canada unfortunately or no no serious market at least that's mm. like sustainable for a company like ours um it's a lot of lower budget music touring productions and stuff in canada there's a decent amount of corporate stuff that we've also worked on as well but um definitely uh the what kind of corporate though uh, like big uh, annual partner conferences and stuff like that um, will be subcontracted by much larger companies like mm -hmm. Soltech or someone to come out and help facilitate really complex setups. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you want to 
dig into that market a little bit more or just stay give it like a small percentage keep it on that level um yeah i mean we'd we'd like to do more of that stuff um but again the music industry stuff is really what we're uh focused on currently that's your niche that's, that's our niche that's what that's you decided what on. works yep yeah cool yeah so knowing where you are at right now with where you want to go what's the answer for how you're going to get there that's also a good question <laughs> um our current plan is to just continue what we've been doing uh we have a lot of slow but steady growth through word of mouth and just um continuing delivering good quality of products or projects um yeah we really pride ourselves on just like knowing that we're gonna come in and do a really good job for our clients and not fuck up their shows mm. um that's the biggest thing right is uh knowing that we're gonna come in and deliver and like work our asses off and work really hard to like get projects across the finish line and also you know keep an eye on making sure that our client's creative vision is executed correctly and um yeah pretty much the only way for us to grow is to just continue that process mm. and uh like i don't feel that you guys you are saying that uh, keeping the quality and 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 basically delivering the level of of service is important yeah. to you but what i'm hearing is like first of all you are passionate about it yeah. so you take pride in what you do so Very i'm not so. really like i feel that you're gonna do everything in your power and everyone that you know power to make it happen yeah 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 definitely um and i think that people see that and it's we most of our growth is um natural right like we meet people on projects that we're working mm. on and then branch off and go do another project with these people or with these people that we meet along the way kind of thing so it's a very small community too like everyone in our space like knows each other and mm -hmm. most of our clients know each other so it's you know once once you're in there at a certain level you kind of just everyone knows everyone and that's right yeah you guys are moving from one set to another from yep. one production house to another and just yeah continuing on the on the path yep exactly okay okay mm -hmm. uh anything else where uh, that you are planning to get there in specific um, just uh hopefully setting up some sort of u.s office because we're constantly shipping gear back and forth between mm -hmm. canada and the u.s and it's just a headache and difficult and expensive yeah of course so it's uh definitely something that we'd like to do to have more u.s based gear to more easily serve 95 percent of our client base yeah so that would be a big help to us any one of you thinking about moving over there because <laughs> of that not yet but we have a lot of uh people that work with us that are u.s based mm. and uh would uh would definitely help us with that process that's awesome that's amazing um as your own boss as an entrepreneur as a professional um striving to get where you want to get uh definitely you need to set yourself some kind of goals yep how you go about choosing setting up and executing your goals 
Um, I think just really hard work. Like once we have a goal in mind, we just know that we have to really hustle and lock down Mm -hmm. and push hard to make it to that goal. Do you have like a structure in mind that you like, okay, we want to double our growth or revenue Mm -hmm. in next year. Yeah. How would you go about that? Um, as an example. Yeah. Uh, well, if we wanted to double our revenue, we would probably just um, go for investment and double the amount of gear we have. Because, like, we have enough projects that we can... Most of our revenue comes from gear rental. So by doubling the amount of gear we have, we can almost certainly <laughs> double the amount of revenue we have. But but we're, we're doubling year and year year to year anyway so it's um something that we should think more about honestly but but we're so busy and just like you know we can only grow so fast of course so we're kind of just at at a point now where we can't grow any faster so yeah all right all right um so when you, let's say you're going to have your goals achieved, uh, first place besides though, like, would it, or first place that you will go on your free time, you, <laughs> let's say you finish the projects and you've got a couple yeah. weeks for yourself, where would you go? Is it one of those countries that you mentioned before or mm, somewhere else? Maybe, maybe, but if I'm looking for like, uh, just time to relax i really like to go to mexico okay um i went a couple times last year it's a close and easy vacation if i'm just looking to like sit on a beach and breathe i feel like going to japan is a bit more of a intense structured almost like not working vacation but you know what i mean it's uh it's a very it's a lot more effort (laughs) than to just going on right yeah i feel like if if i you know had a really good year and i just want to hang out and chill i'd probably just go to mexico or something okay. yeah is there any specific place that you are going uh yeah me and my girlfriend have a um a resort that we really like to go to just outside of uh playa del carmen That's okay really nice. yeah awesome awesome yeah um are you a community person like involved in my community or some sort of community um, in general I'm not involved in my like uh, community that I live in really no, but I'm well, I'm also never there. I'm gone like 80% of the time. Of course, yeah. But um I'm pretty involved in my work community mm-hmm. and um and you know, involved in the community and people that are like working on similar stuff and like helping each other out. And... So do you, would you say that you build or you have around yourself kind of a tribe that you can relate rely on relate to yeah definitely there's a definitely a big community of us that kind of do a similar job that uh we can always chat to each other and talk about stuff okay was there at any point in time on your entrepreneurial journey or your professional journey uh a moment that you were seeking a mentor for instance um 
Yeah, I guess um, like when I was in university, um, I guess my kind of mentor who was helping me with my thesis project was uh, my friend Jason Riordan, who uh, helped me learn a lot and develop a lot of skills. But also my dad. My dad is a mm. video guy as well. He's been in the industry for many, many, many years and was a huge mentor to me my whole life. That's awesome. And uh, definitely gave me a head start. Are you guys still working together from time to time? Or? Um, we haven't worked together in years, but uh, a few years ago we worked on the same show and it was pretty fun. Yeah, it's funny to funny to see the generations work together. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's a it's a it's probably a cool experience to see that like your father you have been working a completely different type of shows yeah. like those shows yeah. years back were different than what you are guys what you are doing yeah. like probably just looking at the shows that you've done what five ten years ago yeah compared to what you've done yesterday and a couple of months back it's yeah. a completely different thing right yeah yeah lots of uh corporate like five six years ago and before i started to work mainly in the music industry um but yeah yeah it's on um, technology technological side a lot of changes uh no the tech side is like fairly similar um but if you start to go back like 10 years ago it changes quite a bit mm. but um the last five six years have been fairly consistent okay yeah cool. so let's let's jump into more uh open like sure small open questions yeah, yeah. i'm gonna a little bit for warm-up yep uh who is your ideal client my ideal client hmm i really like artists that i can uh you know talk to like a normal person um it's definitely good to have a solid line of communication with your client and people that you can be honest with and um people you have mutual respect for and trust for is uh kind of the ideal ideal client for sure okay cool uh so basically you are not looking for some posh and spoiled yeah <laughs> i mean big uh, twinkly stars no it, it's uh yeah it can be it's definitely more rewarding to work with your friends and people that you respect hmm. and um you know it's it's worth it to not abuse yourself and like put yourself in bad situations where you're like oh the money might be really good but maybe you're gonna have a terrible time yeah <laughs> like if you're gonna give up most of your life to do this and be away from home so much then it's uh definitely worth it to enjoy it while while you can oh yeah what what do you do for fun for fun oof a good question um honestly if i'm not working i'm just hanging out with my girlfriend going on vacation um yeah i try to focus on uh hanging with her as much as i can whenever i'm not working hmm. and uh yeah that's pretty much it honestly <laughs> and you also support her and her project at the yeah. same time so you guys are kind of Yep. spending time together working anyway yeah yeah so when i'm not working i'm helping her work and yeah yeah i try to help her as much as i can yeah for navigate sure. this whole sort of more technical side of the space but yeah what's your biggest problem biggest problem p 
people, lack of people need more people, more people that like are trained and know how to do the specific job. Mm. Um, there's a massive labor shortage in the live entertainment industry right now. Mm. Huge, huge, huge labor shortage. It's um, pretty out of control. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like shows and tours that can't happen because they could, can't find people. Wow. So. So bad, huh? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so this one might be, might might be tough. Mm-hmm. Canada is not for Maverick Rebels, Trailblazers. Change my mind. I think that there's a lot of opportunity in Canada still. I think that like it can feel like you get locked into working in like uh sort of the same community and like things feel like they repeat over and over and over again. But honestly, I think that in Canada there's still a lot of room for growth and you just have to meet opportunity with the right skills and level of commitment at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, partially luck, but you just, you have to, there is opportunity out there. You just have to wait for it and be ready for it when it does happen to take that up, to seize the opportunity and to excel. So it seems like you are a person who always believed that there is a r- more room to grow and there is always an opportunity. You just need to yeah you need be to open seize to it, it or be open to it be ready to embrace it when it does Show manifest up on your doorstep huh yeah okay cool um yeah. what are like from the business life or from personal life uh is there any like financial lessons that you would uh, like to know earlier um financial lessons yeah lots (laughs) okay i'm sure um yeah it like what accounting taxes uh, my lawyers are expensive oh yeah um that's one thing to remember um yeah i i think that i think this kind of impacts the financial side of things but um it's important to have contracts and like keep things legit on paper because um it's always sunshine and rainbows like until it's not so it's good to have written agreements in place where everyone understands so that if something was to ever happen then you're covered um i think that's really important to have and then um yeah i think financial like we've done everything up to this point on just natural growth Mm -hmm. um and just taking everything and reinvesting it into the business so um yeah we're slowly starting to look at the idea of what would happen if we did borrow money to grow faster and Mm -hmm. take on debt and whatever um so i think it's important to look at your business from all angles and if cash flow makes sense then like debt isn't always necessarily a bad thing that's right um at the end of the day is a tool right yeah it's a tool for sure 
Um, yeah, I think I, I'm less of a, I'm more of the like uh, creative sort of a vision person, vision <laughs> person, I guess. But and I'm more more like crazy and let's do this and let's do that and let's do that. It's important to have the people like this. Is another good thing that's important about having multiple people involved in your businesses. You need people to like rein you in, <laughs> but like still let you try to go out and like push crazy ideas and like do take risks. Um. But yeah, I think taking risks is another important mm -hmm. thing. Taking risks within reason. Um, yeah, you need that reasonable part to it mm -hmm. as well, right? Yeah, but I think there's a lot of people that just won't take any risk. And if you don't take risk, then it's hard to grow. It's kind of like we've built everything on the build it and they will come kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, like we did a small initial investment between the three of us initially to get some gear and then without any gigs booked, but the gig, like if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Mm. If you, if you have, you know, a good product and you're good people, people will want to do business with you, business with you and grow with you as well and helping your clients also grow because at the end of the day, everyone's trying to grow. So that's right. If we can help our clients grow and they can help us grow, then it's a mutual, mutually beneficial thing. Totally agree. On the, on the easier note, um, either three books that you, everyone should read in your opinion, or the book that you read recently that oh, made an impact. I only read user manuals. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, um, I, yeah, I honestly haven't read a book in many years, mm. which I probably should. I just honestly don't have time. Uh, I think that books are amazing and I should definitely do some more reading. I'm a person who is a listener more because You're I'm right. driving a lot. So Fair, for me yeah. it's, I, I go audible and just plug yep. it in and go. That's a great idea. I should start doing that on airplanes. I spent enough time on planes that I could probably read hmm. many books. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah, cool. Um, if uh, you would uh, have a tribe that is coming up to you or people in uh, like community outside of your work mm -hmm. uh, that uh, comes around what would be something uh, in what would need to be something in it for you to kind of wanting to go outside of your regular way of life regular doing business yeah. uh, to to join and grow in that direction as well uh, that's tough yeah um Hmm. With such a passionate person like it's, yourself it's about tricky. your work, is yeah, it's a tricky one. I I think if it was something that I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tricky one. Yeah, it's hard when I I work so much that I don't even know what would pull me out of it. Honestly, hmm. um, yeah, probably. I think my my girlfriend's slowly pulling me out of it <laughs> but, okay. but um but yeah it's uh probably something that would allow me to travel more and just relax and not be as stressed all the time um 
Yeah, I don't really know how to answer okay. that, honestly. That's, yeah, that's, that's fine. No worries. It's, it's good. Um, that will be a tricky one. Yeah. What is the question that you would like to be asked more often? Hmm. Hmm. I think I would like to be asked. I would like to be asked um, more about my personal life i guess mm -hmm. rather than just my work life i think that um or you know or talk to people more about uh like how people are doing mental health wise okay because i feel like everyone in my industry struggles in their own ways with mental health and you know not being home or being super stressed out all the time like work in a very high stress environment and i think that uh i'd like it if people talked more about like how are you actually doing kind of thing mm. so um, instead of uh, asking how are you doing as just a pit stop on the way to ask another question yeah, just yeah. really going deep and, yep. and trying to figure out what's what's behind it and how have you been yeah right for sure yeah it's important and it's very often ignored so from from on that note is there anything that you feel that you would like to work on like for yourself you said you stress levels and yeah yeah i'd like to focus more on um just being around more mm -hmm. being having more of a personal life i think than uh than what i'm doing with work right now because it's probably not sustainable is it like the disconnection part? Are you like, yeah. because of the distance and the amount of time you are out? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I think just being away so much is really hard. And like, even, you know, I'm just working. Like I'm not doing anything else. So it's like, when someone's out. like, oh, what do you do for fun? Or what do you do in your personal time? I'm like, work more but to me that is fun like to me like building a business and like working on my business is like what i enjoy doing like it's what i've always done it's my passion so it's kind of it's kind of is what i do for fun but yeah i think that's what everyone wants out of their job though isn't it <laughs> or at least a, a lot of people would want to strive to feel the same way about their career their job and um i guess uh yeah i feel lucky it's a blessing and a curse like i feel lucky that to feel that way um very very strongly feel that way but also feel like it's uh very stressful and like definitely takes a toll on your personal life i suppose yeah um like interpersonal connections and relationships and stuff can be challenging um but yeah it's it's hard when that's that's what you do love to do so yeah isn't that like from my own perspective and having my own businesses before mm -hmm. uh they are saying you are lonely on the top yeah but uh i would say you are lonely majority of the time even you are building it you might be on the <laughs> bottom still, still lonely, uh, yeah. and you, you're gonna be lonely because yeah. you're gonna be grinding way harder than anyone that you know yeah. and you're gonna have that vision where you want to follow so you're gonna say no to a lot of things yep yep definitely yeah it's it's a lonely journey to the top i guess mm. do you feel like just touching base with 
more people who are as driven as yourself would be a solution or would it would you rather have like regular people who are more grounded and 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 have that kind of yin and yang and and balance between work and yeah i think it's important to hear from both uh both spaces like my girlfriend danielle is like trying to take a step back from working that insane crazy Mm -hmm. crazy lifestyle because she's been there and done that and uh i'm still there doing that so i'm trying to take some advice from her and um take a breather once in a while but yeah it's uh it's challenging i think that it's important to hear it from people who you know are going through the same thing or going or who have been through the same thing mm-hmm. um but yeah i think uh i think it can be hard for people that might not understand what it's like to work that much and be so passionate about what you do and like so it's important to hear from like-minded people for sure it's that's the one thing that uh, i actually invited you here for because you are a maverick and i feel it all (laughs) through and through and uh and it's you're you're basically a definition of one and and yeah i i understand and that's why i'm asking all those questions to kind of help people like ourselves uh us like trying to figure out on, on the journey so my next one would be what would you advise maverick struggling being on that journey without the support and, yeah. or trying to build a network or a tribe around them people like-minded people yeah. so so they stay freaking sane right yeah yeah it, it can be tough um but i think people just have to keep doing what they love i'm like a very strong believer in that if you do what you love you will find success in doing it for sure mm. like it will happen for you you just have to keep pushing and digging Mm. and you'll find success in doing that whatever it is you love to do it could be anything but um if you're passionate enough about it and willing to really really push and like work hard at something you'll find success in it for sure and uh, how would you go about finding those like like-minded people so at least you you get some support on yeah. on that lonely journey uh, to the top right <laughs> yeah it can be it can be tough for sure it's uh it's it's hard to find like-minded people like that honestly um but you meet them along the way um i think that meeting people in your field and like finding people that uh it's like with sean and adam like people that are also working mm. in the field and like know how the industry works and people that you can relate to um and kind of building those natural connections with people that also understand the like struggle of being away all the time and stuff like that for sure are are any of your partners a little bit more uh kind of balanced or all of you are so passionate just Uh, we're all working super hard at all times yeah um we all work too much uh but we're still pushing 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 so we'll see if we can uh slow down in the next couple of years but yeah the question is if you really need to slow down or do you really need to just add the structure to your business so you can take put the lo- take the load off your back and yeah. put it on someone else right yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely something we're looking at um 
but a lot of it comes down to like personal relationships with clients and stuff like we can't just send yeah. a random person out on a job where they don't know the clients so it's kind of uh because you have to work so closely with people right like it's it's a very intense high stress job and it's works much better if you know who you're working with and because people will still reach out and want specific people and mm. it's like okay well they're not available so how then what do you do we can't just yep. send a random person so we're trying to build that network of uh really strong talented programmers that uh, have clients of their own as well that they bring in so mm. it can be very uh very good cool but, yeah so as a closing remark sure what was the greatest day of your life Oof, man i wish i thought about this one ahead of time <laughs> take your time take your time that's tough that's really tough hmm. greatest day of my life i feel like i have i've been lucky to have so many amazing experiences like so many amazing unique experiences that i it's really hard to pinpoint what that would be the first one that comes to mind ah oh, the first one that comes to mind um it's not really a day but mm -hmm. i have um a lot of really strong memories of like working closely with my dad like mm -hmm. really early on in my career and there's like um a couple days where i know i was just like so excited to like be like on site working on stuff and like learning about the industry and stuff like that and um yeah I have a lot of really fond memories of that sort of stuff when i was a younger kid um but in recent years i'm trying to think of what my greatest day would be in memory hmm. that's so hard man <laughs> that's such a hard question yeah but uh, if, uh, if if mm. the the one with the father comes first then yeah I that's what that always comes to mind honestly when i think about like if i'm trying to think of like you know happiest or like most prevalent memories that's definitely one of them um yeah i mean I've, I've had so many great i've been lucky to have so many great experiences like working on artists headlining main stage coachella um working on the vmas working on all sorts of stuff but i think um i've also had a lot of like really fun travel experiences with my girlfriend as well um like there was like time recently where we took a helicopter and hawaii and did like a rainforest tour and stuff that was probably one of the <laughs> best days of my life it's pretty That's cool, cool. Okay. um but yeah we've uh we've had a lot of fun times so it's hard to pinpoint just one honestly I but i wish you. i i wish i could I no worries could. like there there's not a specific reason for having not having couple right so yeah that's that's great that you have those and i with the with all you are going through with your business and being uh, in a growth mode mm -hmm. and uh, constantly pushing the envelope further and further and, and going getting new clients getting new gigs yeah yep. 
and constantly going after. I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you are uh, one of the 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 good uh, <sighs> good uh, good maverick examples in 